Hello and welcome back to my podcast, Why Me? I'm your host, Jake. In this episode, I'm going to talk about the poem, The Guest House, and what it can teach us about learning about our emotions. Listen to this episode if you want to learn how to welcome negative thoughts in order to ease your mind. Enjoy. So hello, welcome back to the podcast. I hope everyone had a really great holiday and is looking forward to the new year. I've now transitioned the podcast onto the CFRC network, and so all the past episodes are available on their website, and I'm going to be posting all the new episodes on their website as well. For any new listeners who are listening maybe for the first time, make sure to follow Facebook and Instagram page. They both have the same handle. It's at me the podcast, pretty straightforward, and I'm going to be posting different updates. I'm also going to be starting to post video interviews on YouTube of the episodes too, so stay tuned for that. So lots of exciting things coming. (laughs) So I've done a previous episode on mindfulness, but today I want to talk about one aspect of mindfulness specifically, which is learning to accept our emotions as they are, even when they're uncomfortable or maybe negative. In the mindfulness episode, the previous episode, I talked a little bit about how when we resist thoughts, they tend to grow stronger. And I want to touch a little bit more on this idea and talk about how we can change our brain's initial reaction to uncomfortable thoughts and ease our mind. So I want to start off by reading a poem, which is going to be the main focus of the episode today. And the the poem is called Guest House. And it talks about how being human is like being a guest house. So it's just this analogy comparing being human to being a guest house. So I'm just going to read it through once and then I'll talk about different aspects of it. Here goes. This being human is a guest house. Every morning, a new arrival. A joy, a depression, a meanness. Some momentary awareness comes as an unexpected visitor. Welcome and entertain them all. Even if they are a crowd of sorrows who violently sweep your house, empty of its furniture, still, treat each guest honorably. He may be clearing you out for some new delight. The dark thought, the shame, the malice, meet them at the door laughing and invite them in. Be grateful for whatever comes, because each has been sent as a guide from beyond. So this is a great poem that has a lot of different lessons that I think are actually really valuable when learning about how to welcome negative thoughts and sit with things that aren't generally very comfortable. And so there's really three main takeaways from the poem. The first is that emotions are temporary. And I talked about this in my episode called This Too Shall Pass, but it emphasizes that every day there's a different sort of visitor, as this poem says, but either a happiness, a sadness, a gladness, and all these things change really quickly. So one of the main takeaways is that emotions are temporary. The second takeaway is that by accepting uncomfortable emotions, it can put our mind at ease. And I really like the part about the welcome them at the door laughing. 
So the dark thoughts, the shame, the malice, the negative emotions, meet them at the door laughing and invite them in. And when I read this, I just have this picture in my mind of me, you know, at this at this house and all these angry people and, and sad people are coming in and I'm just smiling. And that idea of welcoming even these most negative emotions in a positive way can help not only with how we deal with our thoughts, but also help relax us as we confront things that life throws at us. So that's the second takeaway. The third takeaway is that we have absolutely no control over our emotions. The only thing we do have control over is how we react to them. So again, this idea that people will come into your house and they will throw stuff around and they will make it dirty and they will mess everything up and you don't have control over that. They're going to be doing that no matter what. Your emotions are going to come and they're going to do whatever they want with you because that's how emotions work. And we don't have control over that aspect. But what we do have control over is how we react and treat our emotions. And what I talked a little bit in the mindfulness episode is that when we have a negative emotion or any type of emotion and we don't like that emotion, we tend to push back on that emotion and say, no, go away, get out of my house. I don't want you. I don't want you here. And when we do that, the emotion has a tendency to get stronger. And so by learning to welcome and accept the happy emotions, but also the sad ones too, our our emotions can become a little bit more stable and we can grow to cultivate this, this disattachment from how we're actually feeling, which can just put our mind at ease. And this is the whole philosophy behind my behind mindfulness. And so when I read this poem for the first time, it reminded me of the movie Inside Out. And if you haven't seen it, it's basically this movie about all these different emotions in a little kid's brain and how they're fighting with each other and dealing with each other. And so each emotion is a cartoon character and they're kind of a little minion and there's a sad emotion, a happy emotion, and a funny emotion and all these different things. And so when I read this poem, I just kind of imagined these emotions coming in and out of this house. And so after I read it, I started to think about this house as as my own house and my own brain and applying what, what this poem has to offer every time I would feel a certain way. And when I would begin to experience a new emotion, I would notice it. And I would try and, even if it was a really sad emotion, trying to greet it at the door and have a smile on your face. And it's, it's really not easy to do. And I talked about that a little bit in the This Too Shall Pass episode. These things don't happen right away. And, and I, I can't do them all the time because sometimes emotions are really hard to deal with. But just visualizing you standing at this door and welcoming this little minion into your house is just creating this this detachment which which has been really helpful at least for me. And I know it sounds really really weird, but 
but visualizing it and writing it out and thinking about it mentally just helps to further your belief in it, I would say. So what I would do and what I would suggest if you're interested in exploring this is to next time you're experiencing a certain emotion, visualize it and pretend that you're at the door of your own house, put on a smile and welcome that little minion into your house and take out a piece of paper and a pen and physically draw out what this little minion looks like. Again, I know it sounds really weird, but it just helps to visualize it. And so for me, when I think about a sad emotion, I just think about the color blue. And when I think about anxiety, I think about the color green. And so for a while, I would carry blue and green, um, I guess, coloring markers in my bag. And whenever I would feel a certain way, I would take them out and I would draw this actual minion on a piece of paper. And he would look really anxious and he'd look really scared. I'm not a good artist or drawer, but (laughs) I would do my best. And then I would imagine, especially with, with, with either of them, this little green guy coming into my house and just screaming and running around the place and causing this huge panic and huge swirl and that would be the one the thing that's causing all of my anxiety and my thoughts. And the same thing with, with the blue character, which is the sad one. He would come in and he'd be really mopey and he'd just lie around and say everything sucks kind of thing. And what, what I found that this did for me is that it allowed me to accept my emotions and detach myself from how I was feeling. And so it took the blame off of my emotions Because when I would feel a certain way, instead of thinking that my thoughts were real, I would just say, oh, there's this little person inside this, you know, my brain, and he is saying all these things that aren't true. And just repeating, doing that over and over again, I just, I got better at it. And by smiling and welcoming even the darkest, hardest, saddest emotions into your imaginary house, I found it for me, it just helped me relax a little bit. Because if you were to open the door for this, for, for anxiety and, and try and slam the door shut and try and not have anxiety overcome you, then I just found that that made it so much worse because then you keep spiraling down and you keep fighting with it and it's just causing more anxiety. And so for me, learning to accept it and sit with it, which is so hard to do and welcome it in a positive way, just helped me just relax a little bit, which was just really refreshing. And so again, you have to practice this and it doesn't happen right away. And when I don't do it for a while, I I forget. But my suggestion is that when you start feeling a certain way, anxious, sad, any other emotion, visualize what this person or or minion would look like, how they're acting and what they're doing. And no matter what, try and visualize yourself at the door greeting them with a smile on your face. And then when you have these thoughts, when you have an anxious thought, like, what if I am not able to do this? Or what if I'm not good enough? Or what if anything that has a what if is really an anxious thought? 
instead of internalizing them and believing that they're true, pretend they're coming from this, this minion, this person. And so label them and say, hey, what if I'm not good enough? Thanks a lot, you know, my minion friend. You obviously don't have to say it aloud because people would be really confused, but just label and say, hey, this is what's going on. I'm used to it, this is normal. This is just the minion that's there. These thoughts are actually not true. And detach yourself from them instead of internalizing them. And remember that it isn't you that is experiencing this. Someone else is in your brain, something else is in your brain, and it's not you and it's not true. It's not true. And I think the whole idea of this, again, that I talked about a little bit at the beginning is that we can't control our emotions. I, I, I at least believe that we can't control our emotions. And the more we try and fight them, the worse they get. So the only thing that we have control over is how we react to our emotions. We can't control what happens to us in life. There's gonna be a lot of really bad things that happen. There's also gonna be a lot of really great things and we can't control those things. But what we can control is how we react to them. And if we take a, a certain ease and acceptance to even these most challenging things, we it just eases, eases your mind and helps you overcome them faster because suddenly you're not scared of feeling a certain way. You accept it. So that's really all I have to say about that. I hope that that was helpful. I know it sounds kind of strange, and but, but I found it quite helpful for me. So yeah, that's, that's the end of episode 25. If you have any thoughts, ideas, you know, let me know if, if it worked or if it didn't. My email is jakebradshaw.contact at gmail.com. And you can also message me on, on the Facebook and Instagram page. Yeah, I'd love to hear your thoughts and I hope you enjoyed the episode. Thank you so much for listening. This podcast is produced in collaboration with CFRC.ca in Kingston, Ontario. CFRC is located on traditional Anishinaabe and Haudenosaunee territory. Infrastructure support for the CFRC podcast project is provided by the Queen's University Faculty of Engineering and Applied Science. For more information or to get involved in podcasting, visit podcasts.cfrc.ca.